hope he I hope he got stuff out of it. I think he did. I think he enjoyed it. I actually hope his wife because it seems like it was a lot more for his wife and I hope that she listened to it and got I think, something out of it. I think she's a big time skeptic. Mm-hmm. So he was but like, yeah, so, but I mean, it's there, it's recorded if, you know, at any time she wants to. Yeah, because you know, a, it was a lot for her. And yeah. realize that. And you and are that. your own worst critic because I thought it was, it was great from my perspective sitting here. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and of we course, always judge ourselves Exactly, we're, we're always going to, I do that when I'm freaking listening back when I'm <laughs> editing, I'm like, Sometimes you'll crack a joke, but I'm so, like, into the story. Like, I don't even have a delayed reaction to the joke. I just keep going. I was like, oh, that was a perfect opportunity to, like, <laughs> say something. But I didn't even hear it. So yeah. it's like, after the fact, we always catch stuff. So, yeah, Bianca's- I have to say, Philip huh. Philip is funny. He is a funny guy. He is funny. He is funny. I-, I laughed a few times listening to our podcast. <laughs> With him. He told me the other day, he's like, I barely listened to it from beginning to the end. And he said, I was cracking up. It was hilarious. And I was like, I was editing it. And I've listened to it like, I don't know how many times already. And I'm still laughing. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's funny. Yeah. He's quick witted. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, have my melted Mountain Dew ice. My melted ice. We won't hear that. No. Like we did the. (laughs) I had to I give the sound effect. Water that I was going to start with, and I was like, "Oh, but a soda sounds good right now." I was going to put whiskey in my soda. Well, and then I, I couldn't dear, find the right. I. What are you? I'm drinking a margarita. Oh, are you? Oh, I should. I should get the whiskey then. You should. I didn't want to pressure you. I was going to text you, but I didn't want to pressure you if you didn't feel like drinking. So, um, I didn't my want freezer is broken. <laughs> I think. And the Suns are playing tonight, and I was gonna go. I'm gonna go to Connor's later and watch the Suns game. And I already told him I was gonna have some whiskey. Are you enjoying having them so close? Yeah, I was gonna go over. They texted me and asked if I wanted to go over yesterday. I guess um, Leslie's family was over there for. I I didn't realize they they were gonna have a barbecue and all of that. Uh, But I was working on our podcast, (laughs) and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'll come over after I'm done." Next thing I know, it's two thirty. And I'm still working on it. And I was getting so irritated. Well, Shadow's been keeping me up with the row, 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 and walking on my face at night. And so I was already kind of cranky because I was tired. And then I'm working on the podcast and there, there isn't a lot on mine. So I was like digging and digging and digging. And I'm like, then I would get, go down a rabbit hole and think maybe I was going to switch my story because I'm I like, oh, the there's time. more on this one. Yeah. <laughs> but so the, then you're I like, do, well, I'm already so invested in this one. That, that's what I did. I was like, you know what? I'm sticking to this and just going to leave it and do what I can. And because there isn't a lot on it, it might, it might be really, I mean, it was interesting to me. Right. It was interesting the first time. I'll get into it later, but I'm going to go make my uh, whiskey and Sprite. Okay. So... One of our listeners, Monica, she suggested yeah. that we put grapes in our wine and it keeps it nice and cold and it's tasty. Oh, frozen, frozen, frozen grapes. grapes. My yeah. sister. So my sister, when I went up to my sister's house for my nephew's graduation, he got his master's. We, um, she had, the girls were putting, they had a bag of frozen fruit and they were using that That's to what put I have in, in the. Yeah. I have frozen uh, strawberries in my strawberry margarita. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, what are you guys doing? And they're like, that's for like, if you want champagne or mimosas or it's to keep, I'm like, oh, you're putting fruit in it. And they're like, well, it's, they're frozen. It's to keep the, your, your drink cold. And I was like, that is such a clever idea. Isn't that genius? Because it doesn't melt Mm -hmm. down and turn it into water. I like the grapes because they would probably stay frozen longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. Good idea. Thanks, Monica. Monica. That's Monica. We will do that on our next when we're together. (laughs) So anyways, Carlene and I are recording via Zoom because (laughs) the plague (laughs) has hit my house. Yeah. The the pandemic still exists. Yeah, exactly. So um, and we're quarantining. So anyways, that's that. So it's still going to happen. It's still going to happen probably forever. Yeah. There's like still going to be times that people are going to get exposed and have to quarantine. Yeah, like I said, we let our guard down just a little bit mm-hmm. and it found its way in after a year and a half. Of- I mean, honestly, you guys seriously have been so careful. Yeah. The odds were not in our favor. <laughs> you would think because we're at like such a, it's gotten to be a safer place yeah, to be I, in. That I got it would be number one of the vaccine. And then in a few weeks, I'll get the second one. So, but... I mean, I'm that's fine. probably why you're protected now. It's yeah. probably why you haven't gotten sick. Yeah. Because you got tested and you were fine, right? Yeah, I'm fine. And I'm going to test again tomorrow, so we'll see. Yeah, I bet that's why. Uh, because we're doing it on the computer, <laughs> my whole story was on on my computer, like I do. Oh, oh no. So what did you do? Well, then I was like, I'll just copy it and put it on pages because I can do that on my phone. It'll transfer it like mirrors onto my phone. But for some reason, it wasn't doing it. It wasn't working like it has done all the other times that we've had to put it on my phone. I'm going to laugh if it's on here now. I want to laugh like so how far you've come technologically. (laughs) You went from like writing out your whole story. I know. Well, I didn't, typing have it this, out. I didn't have a, I didn't have a computer before. Right. That's right. Now I have a computer so yes. I can, but I just think it's funny. It is funny. Because every time you come now, you're like all with your little laptop. You're like so professional. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's just, I, listen, I would still write it out. It is exhausting because now I can copy and paste like before I couldn't. Now it still isn't coming up on my notes. So I had to copy it. And then I had to email it to myself. Oh, my gosh. And, oh, and I had it on here and, and took it off. Technology is I was is all so ready fun. to go. So, like, I'm not, I am not, I am not techno, techno, savvy at all. Probably calling me about my car warranty. Do you need to answer it? No. It's an unknown <laughs> number. I oh, not. I hate those. Yeah. No, it's probably, do you want to sell it? Hey, I heard that. Remember our last phone call when you were talking about selling your house? No. Well, are you still? I it's don't like remember. I don't know no. who the fuck you are. No, but I do remember that I've blocked your number, Kelly, from wherever. And you still keep calling me from different numbers. Oh I know. Miss I'm getting texts. Kelly Robot. Oh, text too? Yeah, I'm getting a ton of texts. Yeah, I, I don't. Text, well, phone call. Because I am who I am, I screen all my fucking phone calls, so they can't do yeah, anything but text or leave a message. So I'm like, you're not going to catch me slipping. I'm sorry. No, I won't be. Ans- I don't answer. I don't answer <laughs> any of my calls. And even for my client, well, usually I'm with 
somebody, but if I don't recognize the number, I mean, and I don't like to talk to my people, not that I'm being an ass, but you know, I don't like to connect. We've talked about this. We talked about it on the last episode. Yeah. I don't want to connect with people. So I'm like, (laughs) please leave a message, please just leave a message or text me better yet. Just text me. If it can be said in a text, text me. If it can't, call me. I That's used my to thing. be like, why are you texting me? Just call me. And now I'm like, just text me. <laughs> Please text me. <laughs> yeah. It can be exhausting for me if um, when clients or, or just anybody calls me because then it becomes and it turns into something else. Well, if you think about it, like the telephone and <sighs> the existence of the world is a relatively a new invention. I mean, I I have telephone anxiety. Here's the <laughs> weird thing. And I was thinking about this. The other day, I'm not good at math. I fucking hate math. And I ended up being in accounting positions like my whole mm-hmm. adult life. Um, I'm a super introverted person, but because I am a Gemini, I do have that extroverted self that comes out and it's usually with the help of tequila, as many yeah. of my friends know. But my God. we have a podcast. <laughs> I have a podcast. Like, it's so weird. Like, the things, the directions that I have gone in are completely opposite from who I am. A lot, a lot of actors and like radio personalities and stuff, they're introverts. Right. They yeah. don't, they, they're the shyest people. They have super low self esteem, but they're very shy people. But of course, when they're out there, they're doing talk shows and stuff. It's, it's, it's almost a way. I'm the same way. Like, I, I've had no problem with quarantine. Exactly. I really don't mind. <laughs> Me neither. But I, I my like, hubby on the other I hand, like, he I like it. people. I like people. When I get in a situation, once I get in there and I get comfortable, I'm I'm cool with it. But I don't have a problem being solo either. Right. You can you can swing both ways. I can swing both Look, ways. If I have to turn it on, I'll turn it on. But <laughs> exactly, exactly. I prefer the introverted part of it. I per prefer being home i'm a homebody so maybe we should go into our stories see the good thing is i don't have to drive anywhere yeah so i can get so wasted right now i think we're on and our way. i could just i could just walk to connor's so we are on our way you're gonna Trust you're me. gonna show up like totally blitzed i will i'll be like what game all right did i did i show everybody my my mistake shirt I don't think I did in the. Uh, but, the oh, I, I part think that it we was uh, not. It wasn't recording. Yeah. So as we mentioned on the last episode, I went in and I was so excited and I created these shirts and it had a typo in it and uh, <laughs> my cousin pointed that out to me when I sent it to her. I can't believe I can't believe we did not catch it. Neither one of us did. Yeah. So this is the mistake shirt, but hey, I can wear it around the house. It's not a big deal. I've even I've been driving no, to the store think- with it and everything. Nobody really like. I- I think that we should, those will be like the classic shirt. It says, you had me at true crime. And then it says, but I'm down for that, for the paranormal. Mm-hmm. But the word down has an extra N in it. <laughs> you know what? That's, uh, wait, Alma, why did you change it? Down, no, 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 we should not have changed it. Why? Because <laughs> it's called Tipsy Tales. Exactly. We drink. <laughs> Obviously drunks are going to spell it wrong we should have kept it darn it oh all my right. god well all right so we probably should get classic. into our stories because um, that's gonna be our classic shirt we've already like 
I drank a whole glass of <laughs> strawberry margarita, Jose Cuervo, and you are drinking. <laughs> You've already refilled. Yeah, and I switched yours. to I switched to a straw. Uh oh. Mm. Well, now it's a party. Oh yeah. <laughs> party in here. Okay. All right. So, I have a really creepy one. A super oh, creepy. Yeah. Wait a minute. We didn't talk about. Should we? We didn't talk about. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Usually, we tell each other what we're drinking on, but oh. you didn't tell me what you're doing yours on. Oh no, I didn't. I don't. Oh, now this and is I have surprise. no idea what you do, are doing yours on. I don't think you do. I don't. So it's going to oh be God. a surprise for both of us. Oh. We're going to be story virgins. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I can, this is going to be a good one. Story virgin. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't usually look yours up anyway, unless you tell me to, or like you tell me something's on Netflix or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm usually pretty surprised when you tell your stories anyway. Oh, by the way, uh-huh. when Philip was talking, I don't know if we were recording this or not, but he was saying, yeah, I think we did record this. And he said something about you doing uh, you, you know, when you and Yvette did it, how you would do more of the paranormal part. Right. I felt like he was like, you know, that's all my sweet spot. She likes to do that. So I'm told, you know, we haven't swapped in a while and right. I do have some good true crime ones I want to do. So we should, we, we used to, we were doing really good about swapping at least once a month, but we've done some true crime together. So I think that kind of distracted us, but you do come up with the because I don't do the whole D word, S word, you know, that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and although my story has some of that, but you get more into the creepy part. I like the UFO stories, but you seem to find some more creepy ones that I won't touch. <laughs> so I definitely think. And we then need you to have to come and that. sage my house. Yeah. Because <laughs> I won't let that shit near mine. So, uh, yeah. So. We should switch it up. But, okay. Like um, I said, anyway. um, I do want to do the Black Eyed Children pretty soon here. So maybe I'll do that on the next one. Yeah. I, mean, I don't do think it. it's demonic. I don't think it's not demonic. It's just really weird and creepy. Yeah. So you seem to find those. And yeah. I won't go near them. So that's why I won't find them. Yeah. So, and I think people like to hear those kind of things. And so, yeah. But anyway, I, um, want, I forgot. I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk. We want to talk. We want to talk. We really want to talk on the podcast, but <laughs> but alcohol. Okay. By the time I get hey. to my story, I'm I know. Really quick. Okay. Really quick. Did you yeah. end up going on to Hulu and watching Sasquatch? No. Uh, what was I doing that distracted me from that? I was doing something else. But I did check it to see. I did like, what is she talking about? Right. But no, I haven't. I haven't actually gone to watch it. Okay, then we'll but talk I, about it after you've watched next, it because I don't want to give I'll, anything away, and I don't want to give anything because it's fairly new, and I yeah. don't want to give any spoilers out to any of our listeners either. It's just it's it's kind of I don't know. It's a true crime story. It's kind of like done in the whole documentary style. Mm-hmm. And it's this guy who back in the early 90s went and worked on a pot farm and had like a weird encounter. Probably because he worked on a pot farm. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he hears this, overhears this conversation about three people being pretty much mutilated, mauled, torn apart by a Sasquatch. Uh-huh. But 
it turns into a whole true crime thing. So it was kind of cool. I I mean, it's not, it's like, okay. it's not, it's like four episodes, three or four episodes. It's not, it's not really long, but it was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. Okay. Anyways. Hey, you know what? Um, you know what Zoom does? It makes you look at yourself. And while you're talking, I'm noticing, well, I've always noticed, but I have no lips. I have lips. I would totally Kardashian my lips if I had the money. Hey, they do have, I don't know if you noticed before we like, because we've already gone off into the weeds like a thousand times, but there is the whole beauty thing on the settings. So I don't know. What? I, I did that on mine. I can beautify myself? You can beautify yourself. Where? In the same place you went, except go into video settings and then there's, um, go into video. Touch up my appearance? Are you kidding? Yes. Get out. All right. All right. All right. So you can turn that thing all the way up (gasps) or you can put it right in the middle. So I look soft and beautiful? Look at that. I look soft. I don't have oily. Your skin is so supple. I look so, that took about 10 years off me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> I thought your makeup looked really smooth. It's the beauty settings. I put it midway. <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. You like cool. that feature? Huh. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Right? It Ex- looks like I just had my makeup touched up. It didn't pump up my lips or anything, but it definitely uh, ironed out my wrinkles. Oh, my God. I'm hating these stupid lines. Okay. So anybody that's <laughs> listening that's over 40, you know, yeah. you're starting to notice all these different things about your body that. <sighs> okay. I'm, I have talked about this with my friends. I feel like when I look at pictures of my mom in her 40s, I'm definitely like, I feel like I look better than my mom did at 40. Yeah. And that's not being like, I'm not trying to be like narcissistic or anything, but it's just, I think it's, you know, we eat better, like the smoking, all that weird stuff, you know, that, so, but I am starting to notice the little lines in my lips. It could be from all the duck lips. You know, this is what I do. I'll, I'll look at like my neck does not look like I'm in my fifties. Right. I notice it more when I'm trying to take selfies with my grandson. <laughs> so like he falls asleep, he falls asleep on me, and then like I'll try to take a quick picture, and I'm like, and then I look back at him, like, oh my god, my neck! I look like a turkey neck. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. Well, but I I have not ever weighed this much, so I'm not used to like this thing. Oh, I'm getting it too. All right, we're having too much fun. And we are also looking at ourselves in a visual medium and the people that are listening people are probably like, what the fuck I'm are you guys talking about? I'm already going to have to pee again. All right. <laughs> should, I take my, should I take the pee break? Is your story long? My story's nine pages. Okay, I'm peeing At again. 20 Hold point on. Calibri, so. All right, I'm peeing one more time it. before we start. Okay. <laughs> It's all the laughing and the, and the drinking. <laughs> oh this is why people should pay for Patreon so they can see this joke. Oh my god, we're we're okay. we're, we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs>
Are we the only ones that think we're funny? I think so. I'm <laughs> <laughs> one of these when people do that. Yeah. Or. Hey, I've noticed when I'm editing the videos, I do this a lot. Yeah. Oh, do you? So it looks like I'm picking my nose. Which Albert always, like, accused, like, with my grandson, he's just started, like, picking his nose. Like, he sticks his finger all the way up his nose. He's like, oh, it looks like you have a bad habit like your grandma. And I'm like, what? He's like, babe, you pick your nose all the time. I'm like, what? (laughs) He's like, yeah, I'll look over at you when we're watching a movie and you, like, got your, I'm like, I hate, like, feeling like I have a rock in my nose. Like, that to me is, like, the worst feeling ever. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm going to dig that motherfucker out of there. <laughs> <laughs> or if there's a hair. Like, the worst thing. I had a client and I was like, I'm like, I am not picking. I, I just feel like I have a hair in my nose. I was I was just, like, itching it. And I'm like, you know what? Sorry, but I'm going for it. Going for and it. And I just, like, did the, one of these guys. Go for the gold. Um, oh, no, I really <laughs> Go for it. Arrgh. I will Go say. the gold, baby. Kids your grandson's age are, um, they discover certain holes. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, oh, what's this? How far and can my finger go? Up go? The... Oh, yeah. hey, look at this crayon. How far it will, will it go up my nose? Because seriously, we went through that with Mario. <laughs> and I had to take him to an ENT and he had to dig that fucker out. And he was like two uh. years old. And for the, like, few weeks prior to that, like, you could even be in a closed vehicle with the windows all the way up because he stunk. He was like, and he used to breathe like this. But his breath stunk so bad. And it was because that thing was stuck up his nose. Oh, poor thing. It was so sad. Poor little guy. That is sad. I forget who, I was babysitting a little girl when I was a kid down the street. And she stuck a marble or a pea or something up her nose. And I was freaking out trying to get it out. And then she start, we all started laughing. And when she laughed, I think I had one side plugged up. And when she started laughing, it shot out. It's so it common. The ENT was like, this happens, like, I don't know how many times a week. Like, I, yeah. I dig something out of some kid's nose. I don't know how many times a week. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's so sad all right so i'm gonna jump into my story like i said it's a really creepy one like super creepy all right have you heard the story of dorothy jane scott i don't believe so okay when i was reading this story it sounded so familiar to me like i was like i could have sworn like either carly or carlene uh yvette or i had done the story before because it just for some reason it sounded like super familiar but I well, guess we right didn't. when you said it, it sounded familiar, but I yeah. think it's because of Dorothea. Maybe, maybe. No, but the actual, the story, the circumstances. Oh, the story is up. Oh, okay. All right. So, Dorothy Jane Scott. So, on May 28th, 1980, it was a normal day for Dorothy Scott. She dropped her four-year-old son, Sean, off with her parents, Jacob and Vera Scott, for the day. Dorothy was a single mom who lived with her aunt and worked as a secretary for two jointly owned stores in Anaheim, California. One was a psychedelic shop that sold lava lamps and love beads, <laughs> and the other one was a head shop known as okay. So the, one of them's called Singer Psych Shop, and the other one's called C- Custom John's Head Shop. So, and you know what a head shop is, right? Like they sell paraphernalia, like yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah. I do a bong, of course. Hold on. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what those are. What? What oh. are those? Oh, I have no idea. Yet. Oh. Okay. Never touched it. Apparently, her dad was either the owner or co-owner of Singers, and it was about five miles from her home in Stanton, California. So a little backstory on some of the things that were going on in Dorothy's life in the months leading up to the day, that day. Um, she was described as a homebody that preferred to stay home with her son rather than go out and party. She was very introverted, did not do drugs or drink alcohol, and she was a devout Christian and she rarely dated. But she did, like they said, rarely. So obviously, like there was some, a little bit of dating going on there, here and there. Um, she Sean- did date rarely, but when people say she's a devout Christian, I mean, is that supposed to be like, oh, so she's perfect? She's good. No, no, I just think they mean that. You know, she went to church on a regular basis. She had a lot like of, that, yeah. She was faith based. Yeah. Um, Sean's father was not. She's religion based. Yeah. She wasn't a party animal. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just because she worked at those places didn't mean she was doing that. Right. And and they also said she was like a, a really nice, sweet person, too. But um, mm. um, Sean's father was not in the picture and he lived out of state. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. She had been receiving strange and threatening phone calls from an unknown person almost on the daily for several months prior to this, this day. Um, Mm -hmm. The calls ranged from flattering to just plain threatening. One Mm -hmm. call was particularly unsettling. The caller said, when I get you alone, I will cut you up into bits so no one will ever find you. What? Yeah. Creepy. And this is just, yeah, because this is just a nice girl who's trying to raise her son. It's not like she's out partying and getting right. involved with weird people. So it is kind of like you have the wrong number. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the voice always warned her that he was watching her at all times. On another occasion, the caller, okay. I think he was calling her daily and he was calling her at work. What? Um, yeah. He was calling her at work. And so she couldn't so like, get away from it. So you think about like 1980, like there's no caller ID. Even when you were, even after like somebody the who's watching her. Yeah. So you can't, you have to answer the phone. She's a secretary. Yeah. She like was working in the back office. It's like you can't get away from answering the phone at work. Maybe at right. home, but even back in the 80s, like you had to answer every call because you didn't have the caller ID like mm. right then. And I mean, maybe like you let it go to the answering machine, but mm-hmm. I can't remember. <laughs> I was a kid. In the, ni- in the 90s, we had voicemail. Well, in the 90s, we started getting the little, you could buy the caller ID oh, box because yeah, I bought I one. That. Yeah. But I don't think we had it in the 80s. Yeah, I this is 1980. Yeah. yeah. So if there was a one out there, you had to be super rich to have it, probably. It was probably some. Like a, like a, ooh, like <laughs> you got the latest computer. Yeah, exactly. the computer. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like the, it, yeah. the regular person probably didn't have it. Um, right. On another occasion, the caller told her he had a gift for her and he Told her to look outside. So she goes to look outside. And on the okay, hood of her car. At work. Does that work? Okay. On the, on the hood of her car. Well, this is where I'm a little bit confused. When I, This is one of those things where I ran into where it sounds like most of the calls are coming at work. But it sounds like she yeah. might have been receiving some at home. Because this one, mm-hmm. the consensus, like in most of the articles, sounded like she was at home when she got, received this call. And she went to look outside, and there's a dead rose sitting on the hood of her car. That's super ominous, right? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. and So it's somebody who's watching her and sounds like following her around. 
Oh, definitely following her knows her every move because he would give her details of what she was wearing, what she was doing, what her schedule was, her hum- her comings and goings. Like he Woo-hoo. knew all those things. And so on that night, the night in question here, um, I think it was like May 28th, um, there was an employee meeting at about 9 p.m. Dorothy let her parents know she would be late coming home. And while at the meeting, she noticed that her co- co-worker, Conrad Bostrom, or Bostrun, was looking not so good. And they noticed he had a strange raised bump on his arm. And it was like red. So she offered to take him to the emergency room. And their co-worker, Pam Head, her name is, that's her name, offered to go. <laughs> just have to clarify that. That's not a typo on my part. That's hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. Well, and then it's like a head shop, so it's like Pam Head works at the head shop. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> she offers to go with them. Since this was before cell phones, she stopped on the way home to let her parents know what was up. And while she was there, she changed from a black scarf that she was wearing to a warmer red scarf. And that'll come Wait. into play. Yeah, because I was going to say, this is in Anaheim. It's yeah. not like it was back east. I don't wearing a scarf what? in the 80s. Listening like to something, statement. and they were talking about the that they had looked up the crime statistics in Anaheim at that time, and they were actually kind of high. Well, that was the time that you had Ramirez and yeah. all those weirdos, That's too. True. They had a lot of those weird yeah. they had, murder. Like I said, California has more than its fair share of fucking like murder and serial well, killers. Freaks, I think the freaks go to like New York or California. Yeah, yeah. The two opposite ends of the spectrum here. And then once they do it, then they head off to like Las Vegas, Arizona to hide. Right. To to or the Midwest. Places. Utah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she drives them to UC Irvine Medical Center. Both Dorothy and Pam wait in the waiting area together. It turns out Conrad had been bitten by a black widow. Hmm. They give him a prescription, send him on his merry way. But before they leave the hospital, Conrad needs to fill the prescription at the hospital pharmacy. So Pam goes with him to the pharmacy and um, Dorothy offers to go pull her car up so he doesn't have to walk all the way to the car because he's just like not feeling good at all. Um, He just got bit by a black. Yeah. (laughs) When they go from go out front expecting her to be waiting, she's not there. Um, and then this is another one of those things where one article says it's like 10 to 15 minutes. Another one's like 20 minutes that they waited out there. And then all of a sudden they see a car coming towards them and they recognize it at her, as her vehicle, but the headlights are on so strong. So they can't make out who's driving. So they kind of like are trying to wave her down. Like to stop. Yeah, but it's coming so fast and then speeds right past them out of the parking lot. And then some of the articles say that, like, as soon as it's out of the parking lot, like, the head the headlights go off, and it kind of just disappears into the darkness. And they're, like, sitting there, like, what the fuck? Trying to rationalize it. And they're like, okay, well, maybe she got word of something happening to her son. So they waited for her for, like, two hours in front of the hospital. Oh, that and, and it has to already pre- be pretty late at night. Right. So, I mean, it's 1980, maybe... There's no cabs in the area and it was hard to get a cab or something. I have no idea why they waited that long. So they wait the two hours. Then they decide to call her parents' house and say, hey, did Pam swing by there? And no, Pam, she never, or not, why did I say Pam? Um, Did Dorothy swing by and 
she hadn't been there. So then their alarm bells are raised and they decide to call the cops. They're like, okay, something's up. That wasn't right. None of this was right. So the next morning, Dorothy's 1973 Toyota station wagon was found abandoned and engulfed in flames in an alleyway 10 miles from the hospital. Uh, Dorothy was nowhere to be found. So, of course, this was the early 80s. And even though the act of stalking had been around for some time, it was not really recognized by law enforcement and, for that matter, psychologists the way it is now. Mm -hmm. Um, Now we have the statistics and all that stuff backing it up. But even even now, it's really hard because uh, law enforcement is more like, is there an act of crime actually being committed at this moment that that's what they focus on so it's even it's it's hard now before i go on i just want to give some statistics like as far as um stalking goes Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. people aged 18 to 24 have the highest rate of stalking and by the way um dorothy's 32 at the time that this happens I was thinking she was younger. Yeah, no, she's 32. Although stalking is a crime in 50 states, less than one third of states classify stalking as a felony. This is now. Hmm. If it is a first offense, this leaves stalking victims without protections afforded to victims of other violent crimes. The one that stuck out to me the most was 76% of women murdered by an intimate partner were stalked first, while 85% of women who survived murder attempts were stalked. 85%. Nothing happened when to my daughter with my daughter. Oh yeah, that's right. Can you talk about that or not yet? Yeah. No, I can talk about it. Uh, You're you're going out. I was in grade school. She, oh, the connection is unstable. Okay, you're good right now. Okay, when out Al- when Allie was in grade school, after she finished with grade school, I moved her. Even though her school was goes to high school, I moved her to a new high school, to the high school that all the kids went to. And I didn't know at the time that this kid had also moved to that high school, but she had been basically stalked from grades from I don't know probably seventh grade to after she graduated from senior year. By this kid and I had I think it was like sophomore year I had gone to the school and was saying something and to the to the officer that was there mm-hmm. and re- basically reported it because he was getting really aggressive with my daughter and he truly believed that they were together that she um, like was breaking his heart and all this stuff <clears throat> I kept telling Allie something is wrong with this kid like he is dangerous and you know Kids are like, oh, my God, you're so dramatic, you know, whatever. But I kept telling her he is, something's not right with him. Right. And um, she later, like she even went to, when she was at college, she came home for summer and was working. And I hear her, oh, my God, mom. And I go in there and she's like, he's, he's still, even though she had blocked him from everything, she had told him, leave me alone. I am not interested in you. You know, the, the problem with us is we're really nice. Right. And so I had told her like that niceness sometimes with somebody like that gets misconstrued. I can't talk. Anyway, yeah, they misconstrued it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, misconstrued. And so I said, you, unfortunately, you're going to have to be really blunt with him. Right. Because we tried the nice route and it right. didn't work. So she's like, I did. I told him and I wrote, I even texted him. It's in writing, blah, blah, blah. So um, flash forward, she's in high, uh, college. He oh. sent her this weird thing saying that he is... Um, you're a witch, you're casting spells on me, all this weird shit. And so um, fast forward, fast forward, he, I later, um, 
what was it like a year and a half ago yeah he ends up murdering it was last year um, yeah it was last year he ends up murdering the guy at the astrology store who i actually know right not no no i know of and we've spoken and i go to that store but um there is a weird circle of coincidence there well then one day i get a knock at the door and it's his attorney Mm mm-hmm the, mur- the murderer's attorney at my door wanting to talk with me and my daughter about. So anyway, the fact is that not much gets done. I mean, they have to do a lot. But that's why so many people end up dead by these people, because even a restraining order doesn't keep them at bay. Oh, yeah. No, because you think that they're afraid of a it's restraining a order? Paper. Yeah. It's a not. piece of paper. By the yeah. time the police get there, you're already dead. Exactly. So, yeah. Tell me, but I need another potty break. I don't know what happened to my computer, but all this other stuff was up on it. I just watched you stumble back into your... <laughs> what was this? It's not even showing me what... It just says ghost box. Hold you on. have to have something running in the background. That I do, but... Shut down. But what ghost box session was this? Why do I have it? That is so weird. Is it when we went... I got it off. Is it when we went to... Well, how did that even come up? That is... I have no idea. Because you just because got up, went to the restroom, and then I saw you sit wh- back down. And then that's when I kind of heard a little muffling. Yeah. When I sat back down, I was like, all this stuff was on my computer. And I just clicked out of it. But I could hear it all happening. And I'm like, what are you doing? Come on. Seriously. Yeah. It wasn't me. I'm freaking out right now because I was not by my computer or my phone. I was in the bathroom. I came back. This shit was up. Okay. Coincidentally, I, I'll i decide whether I, we take this out. But coincidentally, we got a message from somebody today that might be linked to the Jesse Shockley case. Mm-hmm. And to be determined. Oh, I'm getting chills right now. I need to stop drinking because you haven't even gotten through your story and I'm going to have to pee again. I know. Um, I know. All I kept thinking about in the bathroom was how can I have so much pee? I'm sipping. Like I've definitely, if I was to fill, that would have filled a bucket. I didn't have that much liquid in me. Don't know. Apparently you did. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. I just want to know where that ghost box session came from. We did record on your phone, didn't we? I think we did for I, a minute when we I went out there. So I just now I want to know what what ghost box that was because if it was about Jesse, that's going to be really freaky. Because on while I'm talking to her today, my TV like that the whole thing. Yeah, and then just now you saw I was not here. Right, I was in the bathroom. I come back and that shit is up and plain. So a little bit more than. Uh, what Philip refers to as a cosmic coincidence. Yes. <laughs> cosmic quinky yeah. dink. I call it an oh shit moment. Yeah. All right. Let me just take one more drinky poo and then you go ahead. Finish All your. Right. So uh, let's see. Dorothy was so terrified of the person that had been stalking her that she had just started taking karate classes mm. just before like literally days I think a couple of days before she disappeared. I mean, I would have bought a gun. Well, she thought about it, but Mm -hmm. she was more worried that her son would find it and something, Mm -hmm. some sort of accident. Like, you know, the things that us mothers like think about when thinking about buying a gun. Dorothy, even at, okay, you just said that. 
Adding to the trauma that they were already going through, the caller continued to call, taunting her parents. So now the caller is calling the parents' house. And this is back in the day where everybody's numbers were published in the phone book. Remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because back in the day, you actually had to ask the phone company. Sometimes, uh, I think later it got to where you actually had to pay extra to have it unlisted. Yeah. So, I don't know yeah. how I remember that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why the phone books were like, you know, they start out like this. Do you still get a phone like, book? Like every once in a while, we'll get like, it hasn't been it's for got a while like the now. Biz, yeah. It's got like the, like the business I always pages. feel bad because I toss it in the garbage as soon as I get it or in the recycle. Cause, recycle. Yeah. yeah. We don't need it. If you're going to look up something, you can look it up online at this point. You know, yeah, you got I your mean, phone in your hand. All right. So like I said. This dude is calling the parents, and usually it's Vera, the mother, who, who picks up the phone. And the first time he calls the house, he says, are you related to Dorothy? Mm-mm. Vera says yes, and he says, I've got her. Mm-hmm. And then he hangs up. This was actually the first confirmation they had that the caller was actually the kidnapper. But it ended up a dead end for the detectives working on finding her. So even though they were... Discouraged from not reaching out to the press, a week, a whole week or so goes by and um, Jacob, the dad, he's like, fuck this. I'm going to the newspaper. And he talks to them, gives them the story and the paper. um, He ends up going to the Orange County Register. um, And then they end up publishing the story. And as soon as I think it's on the 12th, June 12th. So when the story gets published, who calls the newspaper? This fucking piece of, of shit of course the stalker uh-huh. yeah and just he, like the zodiac killer and all the rest they yeah, like the attention they love the attention mm-hmm. um so anyways he gets a hold of the editor pat riley not pat riley pat riley different <laughs> pat riley um right he says to him i killed her i killed dorothy scott she was my love i caught her mm. cheating with another man she denied having someone else i killed her so the caller then goes in detail about things only the person having anything to do with her disappearance would know. For instance, the red scarf. Um, other than uh, Pat, Conrad, and the parents, it wasn't published in the newspaper. This detail would only have been known by the person having anything to do with her disappearance. And also, mm-hmm. he let them know that Specifically, Conrad was being treated for the spider bite. So he was, <gasps> yeah, he knew Holy about that too. It's shit. so creepy. It's like he was that I'm close, so which makes me think, did he, well, did, did he work sense. with her? Oh, did that he would make near sense. her. Like, was he Conrad? No, because Conrad oh. was pa- with Pam and their, their stories oh, okay. like line up. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Neither of these details had been published in the article. Oh, he also claimed that Dorothy had phoned him from the hospital that night, which Pam was like, bullshit. Mm-hmm. She was with me the whole fucking time. The only time she wasn't with me was when she went to the bathroom right before she went to go to the car. And that was mm-hmm. it. That time frame wouldn't have been enough for somebody to just show up. You know what I mean? And do all that. Right. Oh, my God. I already sound drunk. Okay. <laughs> Wait till I get to my story. I know. I'm sloshed. 
Just speculation on my part. Perhaps he followed her from the meeting to her house, then to the hospital, just waiting for a chance to get her alone. Whoever this person was, like, was mm-hmm. just, like, so on top of her movements. Like, and that's even, like, this person that's crazy, doesn't though. have how, a life. How, but how... Because she she already knows at this point she has a stalker. Right. So how is she not... Like, she, you know she's hypersensitive and she's aware of it. So right. I don't how, know why she went out to the car alone at this point. Oh, well, that, true, that too. How did he get away being that close to her without her n- noticing, oh, that guy, there's somebody following me or that. That same guy keeps being in all the... You know what I mean? Like, who, it has to be somebody she was used to being around. Right. That's what I think. She even... Or tell somebody, because like at this point, probably everybody she kn- knows and, and work with, works with knows that she has a stalker. Mm-hmm. And she mentions to somebody that the voice on the other end of the line seems somewhat familiar to her, but she can't place it. So it's mm-hmm. somebody she's met, but not intimately enough to really know their voice. Anyways... When the conversation was related to the parents, they said that to their knowledge, she didn't have a boyfriend or was not seeing anyone. She didn't have the fucking time. She worked two jobs. She had a fucking four-year-old child. Yeah. So she was like basically to work, back home, pick up her kid, go back home. It was, that was her life at that point. So the thought was that this guy was creating a fantasy world with Dorothy at the center of it, which... Unfortunately, many stalkers do do that. Well, that's what Allie's did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's some it's a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. And actually when I was kind of researching stalkers, there's like these different categorization categorizations of stalkers and that's one of them where they're like completely delusional where they've c- created mm-hmm. this whole life and storyline with this person that doesn't exist right. in reality. Mm-hmm. okay she doesn't have a boyfriend according to her parents and anybody that knows her they're like there's nobody in her life right now so bullshit so the mm-hmm. months turn into years and still no clues as to what happened to dorothy or where she might be however this piece of shit continues to taunt mainly her mom <gasps> what a fucker calling every wednesday for four years straight Oh, my gosh. Either asking for Dorothy or saying he killed her. Like, he alternates, like, whatever what is messy. of shit. But he never stays on the line long enough for them to trace the call. And and this isn't for lack of trying. The police mm-hmm. do set up, like, a tracker, and they can't. He just never stays on the line long enough for them to figure out where it's coming from. So, eventually, he called. He fucks up because all this time he's getting Vera. And eventually he gets Jacob, the dad. Mm. And this must have thrown him off because he's a fucking mm-hmm. coward. Or he knows Jacob. Jacob probably knows his voice or yeah. he's afraid. But And that's another one thing that Vera said that it's it was obvious that he, this person is disguising their voice. So anyways, he stops calling for a long time. Mm. So as far as suspects go, there really were none. Um, that the police were absolutely convinced about did this. Her son's father, Dennis Terry, was thoroughly looked into, but he was mm-hmm. in Missouri at the time and had an alibi, so he was completely ruled out. And then there's this one name that I keep running across, and in some of these articles, it's pure speculation, and the guy died in, like, 2014, but his name keeps coming up. Anyways, I just want to mention, there's definitely no forensic Forensic evidence 
or otherwise that links him to this case and the cops didn't even really even look into him but those internet sleuths they like they're they're they keep you know pulling at that thread so hey they've solved cases yeah exactly so uh, i'm just bringing it up but i just want you to know that there's real the guy's dead oh what's his name mike butler he was a mechanic who worked i think in the same strip mall as the head shop and he was said to have some alternative spiritual beliefs, mainly in the cult, maybe a devil worshiper, I don't, something like that. He was a strange character. He was really mm-hmm. weird. So his sister also worked at the, sh- the head shop where Dorothy worked at. So there's that connection. But like I said, it's all speculation. On August 6, 1984, human bones were found about 30 feet from the Santa Ana Canyon Road, right either next to her or on top of her bones um there was also dog bones one of the articles i read said that they were on top of her but like even wikipedia is like they were side by side so it's her and then there's the dog bones and they didn't find a, a full set of bones either so it's like some of her bones what so, yeah. what would he have done with the bones i have no idea well i mean you never know like Critters could have carried them off or oh, maybe like all of her was there them. or yeah. He could have um, used some as a necklace. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, workers working construction nearby that found the bones. Um, they were partially charred remains. They were believed mm. to be charred because there was a bushfire that had swept across the area in 1982. So there was some speculation that perhaps he tried to burn the body and destroy the evidence and that started, but the authorities are like, no, that's not what happened. Um, there was a hundred plus homes that were like destroyed in this fire, but they use this to determine how long the bones had been there. So remember she disappears in, um, summer of 1980 and this is the fire happened in 1982. So they think, Around that time, the bones were out there. So a turquoise ring and watch were also found. Scott's mother said the watch had, and I want to talk about this at some time. The watch had stopped at 1230 a.m. on May 29th. So that's literally an hour after she disappeared around that time. What? Yeah. Yeah. It says about an hour after Head and Bostron had last seen the Scott's vehicle. And this isn't the first time I've run across this in stories. And I think you've mentioned it too, where like somebody's killed and their watch completely stopped at the time of their death. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was interesting. I thought it's like something we should like maybe look into. Um, Or maybe he broke the watch doing whatever he did to her. Uh, Hurting her. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it was a wind up watch and it just coincidentally stopped. But I just think it's. Who knows? But yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. So on August 14th, the bones were identified as Scott's by dental records. An autopsy could not determine the case cause of death. A memorial service was held on August 22nd. Also, two days after her remains were found, the, that fucking asshole calls her mom again. Oh, no. And he asks, is Dorothy there? so both jacob and vera pass away without getting any any real answers as to what happened to their daughter i'm sure now in the afterlife they of course they have all the answers they need Mm -hmm. um however her son sean still continues to look for her for answers you know regarding the case that was my story wow creepy creepy very 
very so it's still an open case then or a cold case yeah cold case yeah yeah because they don't know who it is yeah what a piece of shit so for all they know he's done it to other people we don't know yeah and there was another link but like i didn't really have time to really get into the details but there was another case that was kind of similar but i was like uh, and it happened around the same time frame and the body was buried around the same area. Oh. But the parents weren't receiving calls and she was hadn't been no. receiving calls up until then. So I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. That was a good one. You like that one? And it's got a cliffhanger. Don't yes. don't don't. Don't don't don't. <laughs> Listen, I'll be back. Okay. After these <laughs> with messages. your baby bladder. <laughs> hey listeners, it's Alma. If you're enjoying this episode of Tipsy Tales, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash tipsy tales. Or you can check out our merch store at tipsy tales podcast merch dot store. We love you for listening. We have to try this sometime. It's Jose Corvo strawberry margarita with lime. And then I threw these frozen strawberries Strawberry. in there. So. It's yeah, so good. that sounds like it's so good. That sounds like a good. That's so a, a, <laughs> a, a, a good summer drink. I I think I'm gonna uh, hit Connor and Leslie's pool when I go over there. You know what? I've been meaning meaning to ask you about your pool. <laughs> yeah, I um. You need I help? Because have... I'll go over there and help you. <laughs> I have um a uh Aiden's roommate Zach is coming over this week. We're gonna take out all the sand out of my filter, which I just did. And I'm gonna take the laterals to the pool store because they weren't broken, but clearly something is broken because my pool is full of sand. Great. When I backwash, sand is just coming out. So it's gotta be the laterals or the tube thing that the laterals. Yeah. There's a crack somewhere, probably. There's something. Yeah. Anyway, I'm redoing the whole thing all over again, which is not cheap. And it's not fun. And it's hotter than heck already, so. Oh, yeah. Today was hot. Yeah. So what do you got for us? Well, let me, for some reason, it went off my phone. Well, I, oops. I remember I had it up. Everything. You could have told me I could have printed it out and delivered it to you. (laughs) (laughs) could have done that that would have been handy yeah that's okay we got this okay so this story i had seen when i was i think when i was researching another story and ghost finders had gone remember it was at a time that we were talking about ghost finders Mm -hmm. where the guy rob he constantly is getting possessed right anytime somebody else is having uh an experience it's kind of like zach baggins yeah Bagan, yeah where if somebody else is getting attention or somebody else is having an experience they're all of a sudden becoming possessed by something zach he, baggy his, pants yeah. that's what we're gonna start well, calling him this rob is the same way and his all start with like this staring thing that he does with people mm, God. and then don't do that then, yeah I, it's super no. annoying Why? so anyway i saw this story come up actually um, this YouTuber, uh, Frank, what do they call him? Uh, it's in here. Frank. <clears throat> I was watching him and he went into this house by himself. I'm going to repeat this. But anyway, watching his experience, I was like, okay, 
this shit is haunted. Right. So I was, I started digging and I couldn't really find much on this house. So um, the only thing I could find, like uh, Ghost Adventures, all those people, they haven't, they haven't found it yet. But Ghost Finders did. And then I realized, oh, I did see this. Uh-oh. At the time, there wasn't all this other stuff on there. Right. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. now I can So hear. anyway, um, yeah. So I must have opted to not do this story because I didn't find them very credible. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. Right. But I find this other stuff pretty credible. Incredible. So some people call it the Bergen House, but it's the Virgin House, I think. Mm. Anyway, it's B-E-R-G-E-N. And it's not on Virgin Street or anything. It's in, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Genesee County, Virgin, New York. Okay. So that's the town's name is Bergen, Virgin. Okay. Um, anyway, it was, it's this house, this house, it looks kind of run down. I mean, it, it is. Some people think it looks like the Conjuring House. Mm-hmm. Conjure? Ooh. Yeah. From the yeah, movie or the actual house? The actual house. Okay. It is pretty spooky looking. Okay. Um, it was built, I think, from the actual house. It was built from eight. That's what people were saying. Uh, it was built in 1858. Oh. That's old. Yeah, that's old. And so there's a swamp around it, too. Also, um, some i'm confused because some sites are like it's a ten thousand year old swamp Mm -hmm. others are like it's a four million year or yeah four hundred million year old swamp i'm like that's pretty old how would you know that and that's a huge discrepancy (laughs) (laughs) but the the town or the city of genesee or whatever on their thing it says four million four hundred million year old swamp or whatever Mm-hmm. It's very, that's an unbelievable amount. I'm, I like the 10,000, to me, 10,000 years is a long time. Let's just go with, it's a very old swamp right. that it's right next to. Anyway, so that whole property has a very long history of being haunted in the house. Uh, I think even when the people, the original people lived there, um, it was a German family, I think. But anyway, they even said things about weird shit happening there even though they did weird shit they were weird oh here's the another weird thing it's like a triangular shaped triangle shaped property Mm -hmm. so it's in a triangle okay so the property itself usually it's like on a grid like right it's a triangle is it because there's a river or something like some sort of natural because of the swamp okay I don't know, but to me, that could be why there's um, so much activity also. The fact That's that true. it's a triangle. Right. Oh. You know, Bermuda Triangle, pyramids, all kinds of weird things. Right. Okay. Um, or it's on a ley line. Yeah. Well, the water itself, Connector. then the triangle. I yeah. mean, it has all kinds of crazy shit to make it crazy, crazy haunted. Yeah, four million, four hundred million year old swamp is what they say. Anyway, they um, it was the they say, they say again. There's not a lot of proof of any of this or documentation because I guess it, like wherever they held all that courthouse or whatever, mm-hmm. where they held all those old records, there was a fire and everything burnt up, so they don't have the records to all this. So it's kind of like they say. I mean. Who knows? I don't know. It's just rumor has it. Rumor has it. <laughs> exactly. Rumor has it. 
rumor has it elmer and ellen lived down but oh my god elmer and ellen that was my grandmother and my grandfather's name why would i have just said that That's... that was weird <laughs> that was so weird all right that was that was really weird it just rolled off my tongue like that yeah. all right anyway Oh, what they said was that because, you know, that swamp and that whole land is so old. First of all, they said it uh, had some, as everything else, had Native American ties to it. Right. It was like, but it also uh, is where witches would go and do rituals down there in that on that land. Right. Oh. In that area. Interesting. Yeah, on that property. Is that, is this one of those things where like... It's word of mouth, like somebody said witches hung out I mean, there or I, actual witches hung out there. I mean, I think it was once documented, but that's something that got burned away. I don't know, but right. it's kind of like this was a Native American territory. Witches used to perform, you know, whatever rituals out here, you know, that kind of thing. Where's the documentation? I don't think there is any. Right. I didn't find any, but okay. Okay, so now uh, there's a homeowner named Kathy Hegland. I believe she still owns the property. And oh, I, I think her family got the property. Oh, hi, baby. I think her family got the property like in the 60s sometime. Anyway, she recants he some smells, stories of being a like child. Drinking. And being visited by souls who roam the property, by some of the souls that roam the property. Okay, so she says, this is one of the memories that she shared. She said that one afternoon, her mom put her down for like a nap after lunch. Um, And when she was in bed, three people, three souls, had come to visit her, two men and a woman. And she said they were dressed in like 30s or 40s type garments Mm -hmm. from like the shoes and the hat and all that um she states that two of them seemed to be quite angry and she had the feeling they were going to hurt her that afternoon but then one of them stopped that stopped it from happening oh yeah that's nice that's creepy yeah Uh, she tells the story um okay so also so there's the main house on the property and then when you walk out, there's this big barn, and the barn area has some wicked stories attached to it, where supposedly a lot of the paranormal stuff happens. But from what I saw, there's plenty of paranormal stuff that happens in the house. Right. Okay, so she tells a story out. So she's out in the barn with this crew that um, was videotaping. Um, and she tells a story that happened between, she says, between 1845 and 1855. Again. They don't have documentation because it burned in the fire. Right. A young girl had become pregnant. And I think somewhere in all the stories, um, somebody had said that it she, it was a prominent man. I think it was like a judge or somebody that she had gotten pregnant by. And she was really young. I want to say, you know, because back then it was like a 16-year-old and a 30 or 40-year-old man, whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she had gotten pregnant by this prominent man <laughs> who wanted... You know, he wanted nothing to do with her. Okay. So um, she was really upset and she went out to the barn. She committed suicide by hanging herself by the rafters, you know, the in the barn. Oh. So, yeah. So Kathy explains how the young woman spoke German because her family had come over from Germany. Her father mm-hmm. had come over from Germany and the whole family, whatever. And then Kathy, this woman, Kathy, who now lives in there, says her son starts speaking fluent German. To this day, he speaks fluent German. What the fuck? Really? He never never got a lesson. 
Not once. Okay. He yeah. did not get lessons for Jonah. Unexplainable. Weird, right? Mm-hmm. So Kathy also states that she has had several psychics come to the property who have stated that a serial killer lived on the property. Um, they would take they would take these children off the orphan train, so a train full of orphans would come, and um, they would. I don't know if they lured them or they just took them. I don't know. I don't know the difference. But anyway, they would take these kids and. Uh, I think the story goes that they would have them work on the farm or whatever it was, mm-hmm. on the land. Right. And um, and then the children would just disappear. <laughs> what? Yeah. They what? would just suddenly disappear. So, because uh, she says the, the, the property is just full of children's spirits. Right. Like, they just roam the property. You can hear them. Oh, people get tons. Like, the people that do explore their um, ghost hunt. They, if you watch YouTube's, you can't deny an EVP. I don't think you can. Um, there's a lot of EVPs of like you can hear little kids laughing. You can hear them going hi. You can hear a woman saying hi. I mean, oh, yeah, I just got goosebumps <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I wanted to do it because the EVPs to me were like okay. Are I there mean, can, any EVPs that I could just put a clip of in our show notes, like on YouTube? Oh. Or- yeah, I bet we could pull some of those up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because there's not a whole lot of YouTubes out there of it. There's right. not very many. Oh, and there are just on YouTube, there's just clips of the EVP. Okay. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Excuse me. The serial Burpee. killer. Okay, they would often. Okay, so uh, Kathy says one of the children named Raymond, he came from India. He was identified, he identified himself over a spirit box, which that's another thing. The spirit box sessions that these people have are pretty, some of them are pretty, like how we have, like, we're like, they're answering us. Mm-hmm. Some of them are pretty much like that. It's really cool. Some I'm like, okay, I can make anything out of right. that. Right. Some of them are answering. But this little kid comes over the, the spirit box. And I guess through the spirit box, they learned that, he says he was murdered by the German family. So the girl that hung herself, right. her family murdered him. And he said he was surrounded in front of the barn and killed and fed to the pigs. Oh, what? By the German family. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So so the person asked, like, have you ever thought of moving away from here? Like, yeah. And she said she had moved so- several times from the property, but something keeps bringing her back to it. Hmm. She's, there's just this pool you know pool that keeps bringing right. her back i'm surprised she more people haven't investigated this place it sounds I know, really really creepy I, this is this is like one i would be like this you is need haunted. To check this out yeah yeah um it's usually those ones though the really rare ones that don't get investigated it's like the right? really popular ones are always on the list to get investigated and they're the least haunted mm-hmm. but then you find these little gems Sorry. Oh yeah, this is a good one. This uh, to me, this was right a gem, the hidden gem. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I'm kind of glad. I'm glad that somebody like Zach. I mean, it's sad that Ghostfinders was able to taint it, but I'm glad that somebody <laughs> wasn't able to taint it. Right. <laughs> so she says she no she's no longer afraid because she has learned that although there's a few who are unpleasant, like the spirits are unpleasant, uh, those that visit. Our souls trying to interact just like us, you know, just souls trying mm-hmm. to interact with her. Um, she has two pictures. Okay, so there's these two pictures, not photos. They're like, they almost remind me of those velvet photo, you know, those velvet Oh, pictures, like a picture. Oh, okay. It's a yeah. painting. Yeah. Okay. So these are paintings of these two little girls. One has like a tear in her eye. And anyway, 
she said that while she was she's the story is that uh, those the little girl's eyes will move. She said that while she was hanging those pictures up in that the living room or wherever they are now, um, the little girl's eyes in one of the pictures moved and she smiled at her. What? Yeah. Now these aren't Wait. photos. These are moved things. and smiled <laughs> and so she said she ended up dropping it uh dropping the photo dropping the picture oh yeah i'm <laughs> <laughs> being freaked out obviously yeah. i would have been freaked out too yeah. it's not even like it's a fucking photo <laughs> i don't know why i, I would have ran would be why why would i think a photo would be better i don't know right i don't know i could see where something like that like something like a velvet picture that probably would freak me the fuck out if it smiled at me if it moved and smiled creepy yeah that's creepy it's not yeah, like a holographic like picture no you know like do you if you had like a poster in your room when you were a kid and the eyes follow you when you move that's Mm-mm. not even what happened it the eyes literally followed <laughs> By the way, I've never had a poster in my room where the eyes followed me when I moved. Oh, yeah. When you move, it looks like the eyes are following you. You haven't ever done that? Oh, yeah. We used to do that. We're like, look, it's following us because it looks like the eyes are following you if you move. All right. Just try it. Try it with some photos in your house. All right. Oh, my God. You never did that? No. We were weird kids then. I did have dolls that their eyes would follow me, though. That's creepy. All right. So where was I? Okay. In one of the bedrooms, people report seeing a black mass, a black mass. Okay. Orbs. And Those I are think never good. In, black masses. In the room that she slept in, possibly. I don't know. But anyway, it's a black mass, orbs, and hearing a woman singing. And Kathy believes the woman singing to be the mother of of the German family. And I think that um, the German family has been there since she was, you know, obviously a baby. And Mm -hmm. so uh, she tells a story of at one time that they hear the woman singing. And as she starts to leave the room, the woman stops singing. When she comes back in the room, they hear the woman singing. And they were like, do you know who this is? And they, and you hear the woman say baby. And they refer to Kathy. Yeah. Okay. And they're referring to Kathy, I guess, as being oh, a baby. Okay. So, so the woman Kathy says they always refer to her as the baby. Okay. Um, okay. So at oh, so when the woman who's uh doing the YouTube interview, she starts speaking in German. And the woman the German woman's name, the spirit, is named Karina. Mm-hmm. And so she's like speaking in German to this Karina. Mm-hmm. Um and YouTube is called A Real Haunted House in Virgin, New York, or NY, it actually mm-hmm. says. And it's World Hop with T E E J. Teej? I don't know. You'll have to anyway, send me the link. I will. Um, they, they were filming, and be- she began speaking in German, and a couple of orbs went whoop. Like they were responding to her questions. Mm-hmm. And she even got excited. She was like, oh my God. Oh my God, because she got a response. There was a, there is a blue room. Okay, the blue room, freaky shit. There's a blue room in the house. And I think that one's upstairs. So you go up these dark, the stairs are dark. It's creepy. They're small. You go up this room and the upstairs is what's very active. And this blue room um, has a closet. And in the closet, they, they say that they're, that's the portal where they all come in. 
Um, Many people in that closet area lose battery life. And even this YouTuber, this person had said that they lost battery life. And then when they went back downstairs and were filming something else, everything was working fine. Like the battery life came back and everything was great. It was only in the closet and upstairs that they had lost that battery Interesting. life. Oh, Brother Frank. That's it. Okay, so Brother Frank is the reason why I ended up doing the story. Brother okay. Frank? Yeah, that's the YouTube is called Brother Frank. Oh, okay. This guy's crazy. The last thing I would do is go into this house by myself. Because if I knew it was this haunted, <laughs> nobody, not the owners, not anybody is there. Right. Holy shit. Because... Listen, I consider myself pretty brave when it comes to spirit. I am not brave when it comes... Well, I'm pretty brave when it comes to physical world, too, but physical world scares me way more than spirit does. I'm not going in that house by myself. There's no way. I want standby people. No, no, I'm not going in that house by myself. This guy goes in by himself. So I think he was really limited on time, and I honestly don't think he expected to get what he got because he even mentions, like, he pulls out his REM pod and he's like, you know, the guys, you know, this barely goes off ever, if ever, you know. And so I'm like, wow, this guy's pretty legit. He's not the kind of YouTuber where like it's always going off and it's always crazy and he's always getting something. Right. So he takes the REM pod and puts it on a chair in on the bottom floor. He's on the first floor. He kind of explores the kitchen and whatever and showing around. And I think, oh, yes, it was as he... um he puts the REM pod down and Kathy had told him, if you go upstairs, make sure you ask for permission. And he's explaining this to YouTube audience. He's like, hey, uh, you know, Kathy had said I need to ask for. And all of a sudden you hear this. Argh. Like, it sounds like a moan or a growl. Mm-mm. And he's like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. did you guys hear that? That sounded like, that sounded like a growl to me. And so that's what he's saying. He says it sounds like a growl. And the first time I heard it, I was like, it sounded like a moan, but all right. The second time I heard it, I'm like, mm, maybe, maybe it's more, a, growl. a little more aggressive than a moan. Yeah. <laughs> it's a growl. Anyway, I don't know what it was, but it was definitely, I'm surprised he heard it. It was definitely on his equipment, but he heard it with his own ears. So it had to be wow. pretty loud. It was definitely a, like a, a warning, I think. <laughs> like, Bye. <laughs> I do not do growls. <laughs> Bye. Well, because he's like ask like he's stating like I'm supposed to ask for permission and so either something's saying that's right that you know bitch so I have to or- know so <laughs> if we're on a ghost hunt and we hear a yeah. growl are we leaving I would say let's get the fuck out of here because right. I'm not messing with something like that or I'm gonna have to make it go away and that's a lot of energy yeah <laughs> I have to decide. If I'm at somebody's house or place of business, or yeah. if we're just out in the open. Yeah. I mean, if they're I paying know. you to clear the, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you're doing yes, it for I, free, bye. Fuck no. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> if something growls at me, that's like a warning. Yeah. If I'm I out. growl at you, mean that, that means get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Which I, on if occasion having- I have done. <laughs> if I'm I've at growled. your house and something growls at us, then I have to, you know, I have to call in higher people to come and get rid of it. But if we're outside and something growls at us, I'm like, we're getting the fuck out of here. I'm not right. wasting my, my energy on that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, when he, uh, 
Okay, so he does mention the fact that he was getting, like, the temperature change. Like, it's really cold in here. And while explaining about the dark stairs, okay, I did say he had to ask for permission. <clears throat> he then, okay, sets up the REM pod. It doesn't, I don't think it made any noise. Um, That's what we need. A REM pod. Yes. You know what else they have? They have these vibration balls. So you put the balls what? down and then it's something... <laughs> No, no, that sounded yummy. Um, <laughs> vibration <laughs> balls? I want some vibrating balls. They're balls that if something comes in its in their area, <laughs> um, uh-huh. they light up. They light uh-huh. up. Uh-huh. And so Usually that's what they, happens if something comes in their area. They, okay. they use them in paranormal ghost hunts. A lot. Okay. Now. It's the new thing. Hey. I guess. Yeah. I on our wish list. Yeah. I think they're a lot cheaper than other things just because they're. We need a benefactor. Yeah, we do. We need a ghost hunt benefactor. <laughs> we need a. We need a rich daddy. Yes. <laughs> we need a rich daddy. Um. <laughs> you be my rich daddy. All right. And, and um, not the stalker type. We don't want to stalk. No. Just g- give us some money and. We don't want to put out. And really, watch us but... from afar, but don't call us. <laughs> no. um okay yeah he talks about like he even is like talking after he sets the REM pod down and stuff and he's waiting to see if it's gonna go off he's talking about where the he's looking out a window and he's talking about like that's I think that's where the witches did their ceremonies and yada 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 and then he got he gathers his shit and he goes into the blue room this is where shit starts going crazy and some of these people when they're you're kind of like you could have made that door close or you could have made that happen or you could have done that this guy's all alone you could tell he's kind of shocked himself because he really you could tell he really didn't expect anything to happen um well in the blue room he's speaking of all the activities like they people have gotten and the activity of the REM pod and he begins to set up. So I guess there's a table uh, they have set up and they have done a seance at that table. So he's like, I'm going to put the rim pod right here. I'm going to use the the EMF meter. He puts that around and he's like, I'm going to see what happens. So he doesn't get much Oh wait! I think he actually had taken the REM pod and put it where the portal is between the closet and the bedroom, the, in the, in the bedroom between the closet door, you know, in the bedroom right. where that is okay. on the, threshold so he has his emf meter and whatever when the rem pod is in that closet mm-hmm. there are times that it just starts going crazy really? and he's he's over at the table area and there were times like he just keeps going back and forth and you know you could fast forward it nothing happens like he's just talking away and you're like okay let us listen <laughs> because you know he's just I think he's just killing time. He, you know, he's he doesn't want dead air. He's even like, hey, bring TV, whatever. And but he set that he set the REM pod down, and it just starts going crazy inside that closet area. And he's super excited. He's like, oh my gosh, it's going crazy. Blah 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 blah. Um, the EMF meter starts flashing. Um, What's the name of this house to, again? Sorry, huh? What's the name of the house again or the property? Virgin B E R. G-E-M. Okay, sorry. So the REM pod, he sets all that up. Yeah, he then decides to move the REM pod. Oh, I already said this. He to to the portal. Um, oh, and when he moved it to the portal, you know, he'll he'll say, like, oh, that's me making it go off because I'm touching it. Right. And then he put it down and it would not stop. It was just like 
And he's like, holy cow, it's already going crazy. Right. Um, so now he's kind of going back and forth from r- the room because there's just a door in between and the door is open and he's going back and forth, back and forth and he's talking and he's like, thank you guys. Thank you for making that go off. Thank you. Thanking spirit. You know, thanks for the whatever. Um, and as he's doing that, he continues to go back and forth from room to room. He actually catches. Okay. So he's in the room. The freaking door shuts. Right. It's not a light door. It shuts. It's a big wooden door. It shuts. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He gets really excited. So then he goes in the other room. And at one point, after about the second time of it closing, Mm -hmm. he asks them, can you make, he opens the door and he shows like what effort is needed. And he goes, can you make that shut, make the door close? And he's a good distance away. He says, can you make that door shut again? Mm -hmm. Can you close the door and you see the door? Shut up. No joke. That was another reason. Wow. That was that was like my my like okay, I'm fucking doing this house. Like come on. That's insane. Right. Um yeah, that was yep. oh my gosh. Okay, that's crazy. So he he keeps um he keeps talking to them and just kind of like, you know, thanking them for doing whatever and communicating with him. Um he then decides he's going to go out to the barn. Um but he he didn't get anything out in the barn area nothing i don't even i don't even think he got an evp um he didn't get any activity activity during a short time then he decides he's gonna do like a little walk around and he didn't get anything i actually want to say he got two evps one might have been and i could be wrong but i want to say he even caught a woman like a kind of sound okay and i could be wrong but i thought he did I could be thinking of another ghost hunter that might have done that. I, I'm telling you, a lot of people have caught like, hi, and children laughing. They caught creepy laughing. Like, um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't do that ever again. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, they caught that. It's I don't crazy. like that. <laughs> yeah, they got some, and, and it's stuff like sometimes, sometimes I was watching some and I'm like, I didn't hear a damn thing. Right. Like, it's that shh. And then they're like, did you hear it? It said I wanted a hamburger. (laughs) No. (laughs) It said you wanted a hot dog, clearly. Open wide. (laughs) You're stupid and you should go work for Ghost Finders or uh, Ghost Adventures. (laughs) Okay. So, like I said, I watched Ghost Finders, uh, who also paid a visit to the haunted house. Um, But I I noticed, I had watched it once before, and... um, I already told you all this. Right. I didn't find Rob's many times of being possessed credible. (laughs) (laughs) And it's sad because I think they also got some EVPs. But again, I don't trust them because his (laughs) and because like downstairs outside the kitchen area, I think it is. They did a seance in that room. I think it was downstairs by the kitchen. Um, Him and all his people did some seances and that's where he became and then when he went out by the barn, he became possessed by something else. Oh, uh, so Kathy also said in the barn area, there's uh, a window uh, up high. She says that people have actually taken photos. I didn't see any of these. They could be. There's actually a website. I'll look for it and try and send it to you. That just has like gobs of pictures. But I, did, I didn't think they had paranormal pictures. It's just pictures of the actual property. Okay. But she said people have actually caught the apparitions of like little kids sitting in the the little 
area. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like I said, I, I already covered all this. There isn't much on YouTube or even history. I did see something said that um, one of the paranormal shows on the history channel might have been travel channel or something anyway that they had done something on the house but right. i i didn't i couldn't find it i didn't see it i looked it up and i couldn't find it i did do a lot of like i looked on wikipedia i looked everywhere i looked on all the websites i could look on and couldn't find any documentation of this house that really like gave real stuff but the amateurs that actually went in there that caught stuff that I find more credible than anything else. They got the EVPs or used the REM pods or things like that. That's it. That's oh, and the spirit box sessions. But I like the EVPs and the spirit box sessions that people get together. But yeah, there's some good things on that. There's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot on YouTube. Pretty cool though, right? Right. That is a spooky. Oh, oh. And okay, so so people have also. I didn't put this in my notes, but I knew I'd remember it. Um, I want to show have, show the house. This is it, right? Wait, hold on. Is that it? Can you see yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Spooky, right? Uh, does that say keep out? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I guess they get a lot of visitors. You know, since they've actually been, they you know people can make a reservation to go and they. I think they live in there. It's full of all their stuff. Right. So, um, their beds and everything. Oh, in the one of the bedrooms, in one of the bedrooms, there's a bed uh, where uh, they could you could see like the imprint of somebody sitting on the bed. Oh. Yeah. And, and um, I think it's the room where Kathy used to sleep in or something. But anyway, she says that you could feel like somebody bumping the bed at night wake, to wake you up or something. Oh, you yeah. Know? No. Um, and feel like, the oh, there's a, an energy there that's called Mr. Black. Mm-hmm. Oh. Who, I think, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that's the black mask. But Mr. people black. have seen him. That's perfect. The guy, he's all dressed in black. Mm-hmm. Um, they, people have gotten scratched there. So that's why they say there's like good and bad. Oh, but wait, the woman who hung herself, they call oh. her, I think they call her Catherine mm-hmm. or Kathleen, Catherine, I think they call her. Um, she is known to, uh, people have seen apparition of her hanging from the rafters. She's known, she makes herself known in the barn. Oh, I think she makes herself known throughout the whole house, but um, I, she's definitely one of the voices on the EVP and the spirit box. She's been known to speak on the spirit box. But people have said that they've gotten scratched. Yeah. My cat is going crazy. This is, she just sits at that freaking bathroom door. Luckily, with your headphones on, it kind of blocks all that out, I think. Oh, you can't yeah, hear? Yeah, I can't okay, hear. Okay, good. It's, it's driving me crazy. Um. Anyway, uh, they say that people have gotten scratched. And so there are some ugly entities, I guess, there. But I think the good outweigh the bad. Right. Um. That's what. That's why Kathy said she's not afraid to be there anymore because she just knows it's just souls trying to reach out. Right. Um, but I think, I mean, kind of with anywhere, if there's people calling them in, you're, you, with light comes dark. Right. So that's why I always explain with people Yikes. at my house that yeah. it's protected and I know what's coming through. So don't go home and start trying to stir up stuff because you don't know what you're going to get. Exactly. But yeah, this That's, house is definitely sounds like it's pretty fucking haunted. Activity from closing doors, opening and closing doors. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's definitely got some shit going on in it. It sounds but the like EVPs it. are those are pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, 
I'll see if I can get some examples and then I'll put them in the show notes or like if you're yeah. listening on YouTube, um, yeah, it'll definitely be down in all, all of the show notes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to, I'm looking them up right now. So, oh, I got it right here. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so I don't forget. Yeah. Oh, and also the Virgin House here. I don't know if you can see this, but they actually have cameras in all the rooms and mm-hmm. they they run this runs i don't know if this oops if this oh is online is it live running. yeah i think they have it running live this Shut one up. this is from two years ago oh, but okay. i mean i think they do have it running i don't know how you get on it uh they did at least have it running live i don't know if they still do but at one point they did yeah because this was a live stream the haunted virgin house live streams so they i don't know if they still do that that's oh, crazy gosh, there's, yeah <clears throat> but okay so i'll see i'll find the one that actually has really good evps to send to you okay but crazy crazy that is crazy even if it oh so they have this weird ass now i collect clowns they have this clown yeah. this is what i'm talking about this is so stupid okay. that people do i don't like clowns fuck that Get that they have my this screen clown. i don't want to see i don't want to see it, it it was in their house, haunted virgin house, blue room. But this is how stupid. They're like asking if the clown is gay. What? Yeah. Who cares? Whoever. Yeah, I don't know. Is the Are clown straight? Yeah. <laughs> so like, who cares? It was the. Is the clown thing. pink? It was the dumbest thing I've ever okay. heard. I I'd even watch the whole thing. That's um, weird. But anyway, yeah, I'll send you. I'll find the good one that has. Oh, so a news station actually went out, um, a local news station of theirs went, WKBW from Buffalo, went there for like, I think they went out there twice at Halloween time. And I think they were skeptical. I don't think they planned on experiencing anything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they had the recorder, just a regular recorder. Right. And they were asking, like, they were over by the closet area and asking, like, who's here or whatever. And in the recorder, it said some, it said Michael. And so they play it back and she's like, it said Michael. And I think the cameraman's name was Michael. Oh. So it was naming people in the room. The room. That's creepy. Which is pretty yeah. pretty crazy. But anyway. Like I said, well, I, I don't think we caught it on the audio earlier, but like if anybody's watching on Patreon, we usually do put um, in the last what, several episodes, we've been putting the live version, um, the, the videotape version our, of our podcast on patreon but because the file size was so large i've been having <laughs> a little bit of di- difficulty putting it on to patreon so um it's still going up i just need a little bit more time and i'm gonna try and get that done before the end of the week was there anything else about no. that were you about to say i'm sorry <laughs> no i wasn't i was done you were done i see i I mean, I, yeah, you get, I get so excited about things that are, might actually be for real. Really haunted. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to weed through all that, right? Yeah. Cause uh, you know, like they're always like, there's demons here. It's like, oh my gosh, stop it. It's not the movies. It's not like that. Right. Like I said, growing up, I thought demons were going to be a much bigger (laughs) problem in my life than they actually are. (laughs) And, and, and I also don't like, like when Zach and, this Rob guy and stuff like get possessed every single time they go into a house. Whoa. That was your PJ. Dog He's stretching. 
And he just went, (laughs) I will say like, I mean, I can understand it more with Rob if he's actually welcoming and, and channeling something, which would be very irresponsible of him as a medium professional. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just, why would you do that? Yeah. You're putting yourself and every and people around you in. Um, I mean, that's just the irresponsible. It's just wrong. You wouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. So I just think that when people go into these houses and they they tell them like, do whatever you want to me, take my body, do this. That's very. That is not a smart thing to do. Well, and Don't. not only that, but if you're like as a professional and you're going into maybe if you're going into a location that there's not a lot of people at anymore that's something different but when you're in somebody's a residential home and you're calling mm-hmm. that shit in that's like that's a whole nother level of irresponsibility to me like right or a business you're adding I mean, another layer on top of the fucking shit that's already going on in that house like when we went to my niece's work Right. The point was, yeah, we wanted to get, we wanted to see if something was there. In fact, something was there. Right. Which we did get some EVP and we did feel things. But I also made it clear to them, I'm not just going to stir shit up and then leave. Right. I'm going to clear this place out and leave it safe. Right. Because they were experiencing so much stuff that I didn't want to, I'm not going to just leave it for them to, I'm going to take care of it. I'm not, and I don't want to leave those souls if there were, in fact, souls that, like the little boy that was there. Right. By the way, have you talked to your niece since then? Are they still having experiences? Or uh, I haven't. I haven't heard anything that they are. So I'm gonna assume we should do a follow up with her as I'm finishing up the video from that. I think she... she's back working Is she? there again. Okay. Yeah, because she hadn't been working there for a while. Yeah, that was like the end of 2020, and I'm still like, whoa! Oh my gosh! Can you hear me? Up. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw me? an orb behind you. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to play that back in a minute. That's so rare. That was weird. I could have sworn I saw something. Yeah. Um, you probably did. I mean, I'm surprised that, well, with the bright light that you didn't see more, but right. I'm surprised that you, that you know crazy. what's great is when my clients are like, there's this weird light. <laughs> I'm like, that's not weird. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys haven't caught it yet, uh, Carlene did do a read on philip from my celluloid heart podcast he joined us on the last episode so if you haven't watched it go back and watch it it's pretty cool i know it's a really long episode but i think it's worth it like every time i go into it and i'm doing some like for the video part or like the editing part i'm like cracking up the whole time (laughs) i'm watching it so it was it was he's he is hilarious oh my god are you getting these giant flies in your house by any chance no I'm not getting regular size flies. They're big. Giant. I have they're horse flies. Ooh. They are gigantic. We have horse and, property right next to you too. Oh, Could that's be. right. I do. But Connor and Leslie aren't getting them. And the other day I killed like six of them. And now I think there's another one in there. So I get I yesterday I think was the first day I didn't see any. Like industrial sized uh, fly paper. They're monster. <laughs> mon- I could strap one to each foot and go for a ride. (laughs) (laughs) I could put them on a backpack and let them like carry me through the house and we can fly around. All right. Well, this is probably a good ending point. Um, If you guys are watching us on YouTube, hit like, 
subscribe. Um, if you guys are listening to us on iTunes or wherever you're listening to us, like whatever you guys subscribe, like comment, whatever, whatever, like share with a friend, share with a friend. Yes, definitely. For sure. Spread the word. Yeah. We want we want, we want friends. We want to be popular. On video. (laughs) We want friends. That was, that was the best right there. <laughs> like we want friends with your little glasses. <laughs> like, we want friends. We my friends. <laughs> you be my friend. We be my friend. I just please. Will you listen to our podcast, please. Can you tell your friends? Please? Do you know any sugar daddies? <laughs> Oh my god, that's so loud. My son. <laughs> my son. My son. My son is calling. It scare you? It's blasting in my ear. Oh, oh my god, that's hilarious. All right, my friend. I know you got shit to do. Oh, yeah, I got to go to their house. He's letting me know that they're on their way. They might want to pick me up and drive over because it's such a long walk. All right. All right, lady. Well, thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening. I'm Alma. I'm Carlene. Have a good night. (laughs) Bye.